0: Welcome to another episode of Just Talk of Gabe. I'm here. My sidekick is here. Here, and so is our guest. Let's get started. Who do we have on today's show?
1: Today we are continuing with season four fun with actor, model, and acting coach Alfonso Aguirre.
0: I can't wait to hear all about him. But, Absolutely. But but before we get started, let's give a shout out to our sponsors: Fade Eye Clothing, BCK Online, and Link PR.
1: Fade Life Clothing is a unique clothing line out of Atlanta, Georgia, geared towards those who love intoxicating style.
0: BCK Online is a digital online magazine that keeps you in and out and up to date on the lives of entertainers, rising stars, parents, and much more.
1: And our newest addition to the family, Link PR, is definitely the missing link to your success in the entertainment industry.
0: I'm glad Fade Life and BCK Online are both back for another season, and welcome Link PR. All right, guys, go grab your snacks, sit back, relax, and as always. Enjoy the show. Alfonso, welcome to the show. We're glad you could join us for an episode of Just Talk With Gabe. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being on. Now, let's get into it. I know I said I was going to do a question in Spanish, so... Hola! ¿Cómo (laughs) (laughs) estás? Muy bien, muy bien. ¿Y tú? I'm doing good. That's been all I got.
1: Yeah, that that that's about the extent of the Spanish lesson.
0: All right, okay, okay. Okay, you get an A for effort. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yes.
0: Okay. You are an actor, model, and coach. Tell us how you got started in the industry.
3: Okay. Yes. Um, so I I always liked all kinds of arts and uh when I was in high school I um I learned how to play guitar and Really, that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to be a musician. Um, But, you know, in school, you know, you have to take all these classes. And one of the classes that I had to take was theater. And even though I was kind of good at it, I didn't really like it. I didn't think it was cool. (laughs) (laughs) And um, I wanted to be like the Mexican Kurt Cobain. (laughs) Awesome. (laughs) Nice. Uh, So I had the long hair and the plaid shirts, you know, all that stuff. And um, and uh, yeah, I play guitar and I was in all these bands and uh, uh, I was in a kind of mildly successful local band uh, when I lived in Monterrey, we sold records and we toured and it was a great time, you know? Um, so I guess I, I, with that, I learned that I liked performing, you know, oh, and uh, so when, you know, years later I moved to the United States uh, one day I, I just woke up, I had this dream that I was an actor, and this was like years later, you know, 20 plus years later, from when I was in high school, of course, and I told my wife, like, hey, you know, I had this dream that I was an actor, and it just felt so real, you know, and she was like, well, why don't you look up an acting school? And I think that was the moment when I was like, wow, Okay sure let's see what happens you know you're and, right and um and so i signed up for a class and uh, uh here in houston in the heights and after my first class it was like wow yeah i think i should be doing this
1: and oh, that's cool and, and,
3: yeah, and yeah, that's it how it started yeah
1: that's pretty neat yeah
0: that is so out of all your projects which would you say is your favorite
3: and why Okay, so there is one that I did last year that I can't talk about. Right. (laughs) Right. And I would love to talk about it. I can't. But um, uh, this was definitely a really, it's it's a big television show. It was my first co-star. Oh, Um, wow. And so that was super exciting. And hopefully this will air this year. So if you guys have me on again sometime. Absolutely, <laughs> can, so that's gonna
1: can, be a reason to have you to come back to talk about it. Definitely
3: discuss it, yes. Um, that was definitely my favorite project, but um, one that I can not talk about was doing this short film called Foiled. Uh, it's a short film that um, I was um, lucky to be cast uh, back in late 2019. And uh, because of the pandemic, um, you know, everything, you know, how everything went and everything kind of got postponed and stuff. So the, the film went through um, all these delays. And because of that, it was actually able to be submitted to the Austin Film Festival uh, oh, wow. for, for this year. And so it was kind of funny. That was my first red carpet moment. And it, that was our, our official screening. And it was just really cool. You know, so that's definitely one of my favorites that I can talk about.
0: That's cool. It is. Now, is there one role that you portray that you would say is the most
3: like you? I think um, my role in that short film, um, I portrayed a coach. I was a baseball coach for like a little league uh, team. And uh, I think that's very, you know, the character that they wrote um, felt like it was really like a really good fit for me. Um, you know, kind of like I, I I teach also, and I teach kids, and so I feel like mentoring is also one of my, I guess it's it's one of the the things that I really like to do. It's one of <laughs> one of the things that I really enjoy, and uh, and so in this film, you know, this this is a baseball coach, but he also teaches these kids some life lessons. So uh, I think you know, being a positive influence on other people. I think that that was what really attracted me to this character in which I'm really happy that that I was able to get it.
1: Oh, that's cool. It is. Now, can people watch Foiled? Can we like go online and watch it or is it still coming out soon?
3: I think it's, they're still working on wh- where it's gonna come out. Ah. Um, okay. Yeah, so this was a project that was filmed through the uh, UT, the University of Texas in Austin. Uh, oh, wow. they have they have a class called uh, script to screen. And it's a class that Matthew McConaughey uh and Scott Rice teach. Oh, I don't wow. know if you guys oh, have wow. heard of that. Yeah. Yeah. Um so Scott Rice is the, the main instructor and Matthew McConaughey is like a guest instructor. And he comes in whenever he whenever he can, right? Whenever he's available. Right. And um so this was this class was part of that. Uh, I mean this film was part of that class. Um so it was it was really cool. It was really exciting to 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 join a project like this. So I don't know I don't know if they're gonna put it you know online or anywhere. I mean I have a copy, <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, but uh, hopefully it'll be out there, you know, somewhere. You know, because okay. it, it's a really nice film. It's a short film. It's only ten minutes long, but it's a really really cute film, and uh, I really enjoyed being part of it.
1: Well, you have to keep us up to date and yes, we'll have did. to update everyone, hopefully, if it comes out for everybody to see.
3: Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, that would be great.
0: That would be awesome. All right. Now, if you could write the perfect role for yourself, what would it be
3: and why? I think um, something that involves being a teacher, again, like something being, uh, we're, we're, I like being, I guess, somebody that can share knowledge. Right. Um, I really enjoy teaching and um, no matter where I get in my career, I think I will always go back to teaching because it's uh, it's it's very important to me. I think uh, the classroom gives me gives me life, you know, seeing my students understand something and then start practicing it um, or then seeing them on screen like when they book their first project. I, to me, it's it's really cool. So m- maybe something like that where I would be an instructor or a teacher or somebody who passes knowledge along. I don't have all the answers to everything, but I've learned through, you know, uh, making mistakes and, uh, and also making some, I guess, bold risks. Right. And, uh, and I like passing that along, you know, because if it helps my students, then I'm doing my part. That's good. It's, it's That's awesome. Good.
1: Now, you've worked with a lot of actors. Tell us who are some of your favorite actors that you've worked with?
3: Um, well, the one that I would love to disclose, which I yeah. can't.
2: No. <laughs> no, no,
3: has been around for decades. Okay. And he's done like some of the most iconic television characters, villains, Ooh. I can say that,
2: uh-huh.
3: and uh, in television. So, again, hopefully soon I can disclose that. Fingers crossed. Um, we'll have to have super, a part two. Yes. Yes. <laughs> super nice guy. And to me, like, sitting next to him for, like, four hours, five hours, and talking to him like we're peers, uh-huh. you know, I'm like, maybe I can be an actor because I look so cool outside, but inside I'm freaking out, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, but definitely I love working with um, – you know, all kinds of talent where you create a a bond and you create a friendship, you create a network. I'm still friends with, um, people that were my classmates when I first started that first class, you know, when I first sat down and took my first lesson, uh, I've, I've done projects with them and, uh, perhaps they don't have a big household name yet, but they're, they're working and they're constantly doing big stuff. And, um, I think that's something to aspire. Being a part of a group that is constantly challenging themselves and working, and you know, always going up. You know, that's true. That is true. That is true.
1: Now, I guess the second part of that is who are some of the actors that are on your wish
3: list to work with? Okay, that's that's a that's a that's an, an easier one. one. Yes, that's an <laughs> easier one. Um, I would definitely love to work with somebody like Dwayne Johnson. Oh yeah, that'd be fine. That would be fun. Um not because of his acting skills, but because of his story. I think I relate a lot to his story of you know starting from the bottom and uh you know just working his way up. And I feel like that is a story of you know, discipline, you know, and that's true, that's true. And and, and and a lot of actors, a lot of new actors. Think that just because they have good looks, um, or because they're maybe popular on, on a social platform, um, they have it made, and uh, and that's not that's not the reality.
1: Right. Right. Right.
3: right, Like uh, having good looks, having a good platform, being insta famous or whatever, (laughs) will (laughs) probably get you an audition. Right. That's true. But, but that doesn't guarantee you the job. You
1: know? That's true. It's true,
3: and uh, and and I like the fact that there are people like Dwayne Johnson that have worked hard for years, and they've struggled to get to where they are. And now, look at him; he's freaking everywhere. If I open a box of cereal right now, he's going to be in there. <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> That's um, that true.
3: Yeah. So I like that. I like stories of of being disciplined and being persistent, because it's very easy to it's very easy to quit. And I think every actor, you know, I think we've had this conversation before, Gabe, like every every actor like struggles at some point, you know, you feel like you're stuck and you feel like, um, okay, so nothing's happening right now. Uh, Am I, should I still be doing this? You know, I think everybody questions themselves at some point and that's normal. That's natural because we want things to happen. Right. Right. Um, But I think, Also, a key thing here is to be patient and just to keep working on yourself and working on your craft, working on your skills. And when the next opportunity comes in, you'll be ready for it, you know? Yeah. That's
1: great advice. That is. I don't know how you actors can do it because I don't think I have the patience. So I admire you all. You have to have patience. Yeah. You have to have patience. And I admire that Um, out of, you know, you gave your colleagues, it's just something that I don't think I would want to part of. <laughs> However, now Alfonso, if you do get that job with The Rock, you need a PA. So I'm of just course, go of course. ahead and throw my name oh, in the hat. Okay. Here
3: we go. <laughs> of course. And you know what? Just to make this kind of like come full circle, I actually had an audition for a movie with The Rock.
2: Oh and, wow.
3: and obviously it was a it was a very tiny role, but it was a speaking speaking role. And it was in the movie Red Notice.
2: Okay. Okay, yeah. And, I watched that. Uh,
3: so if you watch, there's a scene where they're about to go in and I don't want to spoil the movie for whoever hasn't watched it, but they're gonna go and try to steal some kind of artifact in this masquerade ball.
2: Uh-huh.
3: Uh-huh. And so there's this like um like high-end head waiter comes to talk to them. And uh so the, I auditioned for that role. Oh cool. So, oh, wow. so that was kind of cool because I would have met Ryan Reynolds also, you know, so that would have yeah. been exciting. That's
1: what um, it gives yeah, favorite I work people. Your Ryan yeah, lives. he's oh yeah, total Ryan Reynolds nut. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. so
3: yeah. So 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 you know, and I think in this career you also learn to appreciate the opportunities, you know. It's like, okay, I <laughs> didn't get it, but wow, I mean I could have, you know. And uh and that doesn't mean that you weren't ready or that maybe you weren't good enough or whatever it is, I, I, you know, just sometimes somebody is perfect for the role.
1: Right. 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 Yeah. If they want somebody with blonde hair and you have brown hair, then yeah. that doesn't mean that you weren't good enough. You just don't have blonde hair.
3: Right. So. And yes. And so I always try to tell my students too, is like, it's not about you. You know, you that's can do, you. you can do your best and that's it. Just know that you did your best, you know, but there are so many variables that we can't control. So don't personalize it. Don't make it about you. Don't, don't think that, you know, don't think that, um, I guess, that that you're not good
0: enough. You know? right. 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 Now, as a model, what would you say is the hardest part about doing that?
3: Oh, staying in shape.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay.
3: Staying yeah. in shape because, you know, working out is, that's the easy part. You know, the, the hard part is staying consistent on your diet
2: you know staying consistent
3: on your diet you know and that sounds so cliche but you know if you're a model you you know your looks are part of your business card you know That's
0: yeah true. i don't know man those
3: oreos are looking real good <laughs> yes <laughs> and i like and i do love my pancakes too and so uh, it's I like know. oh i can't have pancakes for like a month You know, but um you know it's everything's in moderation you know right I, i'm I'm not it's it's one thing to be a model and it's another thing to be like a fitness model, right? That's true. So so I had abs at some point, uh, <laughs> pre-pandemic. <laughs> I haven't seen them since 2019. There you go. There you go. Yeah, I think a lot but, of us are
1: in that
2: boat. So <laughs>
3: right, right. But I still try to maintain myself at 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 a decent shape where I still look like I do I do look athletic without having to be like shredded or whatever. Right. Right. Um, So I think everything in moderation is always the best advice. Um, My my trainer used to say, you should follow the 80-20 rule. The 80-20 rule means 80% of the time, stay consistent with your nutrition, with your diet and everything. And then that 20% that you have left, you can still enjoy some fun foods. You know, just don't go overboard. Yeah.
1: Okay, so those Oreos are on the plate.
3: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just you not can... the whole pack. Right? Oh, well then I
1: guess <laughs> I'm not following the 80-20. Long... <laughs> I...
0: Right. You're also an acting coach. So how did you get started with that?
3: Um, yes, yes, I am. And, and humbly, I'll say, um, I think I was kind of thrown into that because I used to be a teacher when I was in Mexico. I used to live in Mexico. That's where I was born. And um, I used to teach at a college, I used to teach English, yes, I used to teach English for college students, and then I started teaching marketing courses, because I I have a degree in marketing. Um, That's awesome. Yeah, thank you. And uh, yeah, so I did go to college, (laughs) I did graduate. (laughs) Um, And so I used to teach like sales courses, or, you know, uh, marketing, market research and stuff like that, right? Um and um, and so I guess I, 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 I was a natural in the classroom, right? So when years later I came here to the states and I started doing the, the whole acting thing, uh, when I got signed, I started auditioning, and you know, I humbly, I started getting a lot of audition requests. And so pre-pandemic, we had to do all of those auditions in person, right?
2: right. So I had, right.
3: I had to go to Austin, I had to go to Dallas, I had to go to San Antonio, you know, here and there. Sometimes I would be on the road maybe four days a week or five days a week, go wow. to Austin, come back, go to Dallas, come back, go to, from Dallas, go to Austin, <laughs> and then come okay. back, you know. It was a lot of driving, right? And so I learned a lot from auditioning. I learned a lot stuff that i didn't learn in the classroom
2: right you know? right
3: i i learned that by auditioning i i said things that i shouldn't have said i did things that i shouldn't have done and i kind of like started catching up on that it's like oh maybe i shouldn't have done this oh maybe i should have done this and kind of like all those experiences started writing all of those down and when the idea was presented hey do you want to teach do you want to be an acting coach and i was like you know what Oh, that's that's cool. an expert, but I can always teach on what the experiences that I went through, you know, which are still right. Texas experiences, you know, which is where my students are going to go through, right? right. So right. that's kind of how I got started, yeah. And uh, I always tell my students, look, I don't have all the answers, but if something worked for me, I'm always willing to share it. And if it works for you, then I did my job.
1: That's awesome it is that is really good now, as an actor model coach, I'm sure you've had some aha moments what can you share i guess a few of those with us?
3: Sure um I think when i was, when I was still a student before i started before I got signed um, you know, I was taking my classes and we were doing scenes and um doing classwork, and there was this one time where I had to do this scene from like a like a crime drama kind of television show and I remember doing the scene you know my teacher told me okay here's your lines memorize them work with them and do the scene right so I did my scene with my partner I thought it was great Um, and once we were done with the scene my teacher was like "Eh." (laughs) (laughs) and you're like all right how about you try it again but he was like now try to pretend that the victim of this case is somebody who you know oh wow oh. and so so he directed me to actually make it personal right mm-hmm. and so who do you care about about the most and i'm like okay well my wife right okay so i started thinking about that and just by thinking about it it was like com- everything completely changed um I already knew the lines, I had already memorized the lines. So now when you make it personal or when you focus on the acting, then just everything flows. Right. You know? right. So when we were done, I was crying, my my classmates were crying. <laughs> and it was <laughs> just job. great. Right. And and I remember my teach my teacher saying, That was great. And I'm still bawling, right? And I'm like, how do I turn it off? <laughs> so I thought that was an aha moment when I thought, wow, okay. If I really dedicate into learning this, I can do this, you know? So I think that was the first, that was the first night that I thought, wow. Okay. I'm not just navigating through this. I, I think I could do this. I could be a good actor, you know? Um, is. yeah, that was a, that was a huge aha moment. And, um, uh, I guess the biggest one, and something I can say from this, from this secret project that I can talk about, uh-huh. um, was um, I was doing a commercial in Dallas, and uh, and I booked this television show, right? And so I was supposed to go to the fitting um, for this television show um, the the last day that I was shooting the commercial. Oh wow! So, oh, wow. So I was on set doing finishing the commercial. And then when I come out of the um come out of our holding area, which is where they keep all the actors, right? Um, I was out of base camp. There was a driver waiting for me to take me to the airport where I was flown first class.
1: Nice to a
3: television show. And I had never flown first class. Obviously, I had never paid for that, right? So this (laughs) is free. So I felt like a kid when I was on the plane, right? So I was like, if they offer me snacks, I'm taking all of them. Screw the <laughs> <diet."> <laughs> Yes, I want all
1: the snacks. <laughs> so
3: every time they would come, would you like some? Yes. I didn't even <laughs> let them finish. Uh would you like some? Yes, of course. So I think yeah. that was another aha moment. <laughs>
1: Did you get the hot towel?
3: I got the hot towel. They oh, got the hot towel. I'm awesome. getting everything. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I'm like, I don't know when I'm gonna fly first class again and free. I'm (laughs) getting everything. Right. (laughs) Okay. That is
1: so cool. Well,
3: yeah.
0: We're gonna go on a quick commercial break.
1: Alfonso, would you stay with us for some fun after commercial?
0: Definitely. Thank you. All right. We'll be right back.
1: We'll be right back, guys.
0: Welcome back to the show, everyone.
1: Welcome back, guys. And if
0: you have not downloaded the Anger.fm app. Do it. Do it. So I'm making your own podcast today. And let's get back into the show.
1: The fun round.
0: All righty.
3: Now, what would you say is your favorite city and why? Okay, my favorite city is, is a beach in Mexico called Mazatlán or Mazatlán.
2: Uh-huh.
3: It's not as, it's not as well known as Cancun or... Cabo or Puerto Vallarta but it's in that area Uh, it's in the Pacific and it's beautiful it's very close to my hometown Um, so I am a little bit biased (laughs) Um, but uh, it's it's a beautiful beach um and uh, the food is amazing anywhere you go the food is just incredible every time I go there I gain like 20 pounds
1: <laughs> oh wow uh,
3: but the food is just incredible and I I took my wife there a couple of years ago and she absolutely loved it she was like oh my gosh we need to buy a house here
1: <laughs> oh that's good
3: um, yeah so it's it's uh it's called Masatlan. it's in the state of Sinaloa and uh it's just beautiful
1: Oh, that sounds awesome. That sounds awesome. Okay, road trip, guys.
0: Yes. 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 Now, if you had to write the story of your life,
3: who would you want to portray you? Uh, well, I guess that's going to be the casting director's job. Right. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> yeah, if they do their job right, they'll, they'll find someone. Yeah. Um, no, I, I mean, actually, like if it was something where it had to do with my early years, um, for that short film Foiled I worked with uh, this actor from Dallas his name is Nico Morales and uh, he looks just like me when oh, I was a kid cool. Look, so in the film I am the baseball coach but he's also he's in the team but he's also my son okay.
2: okay.
3: and so we have scenes where we're in the field as coach and the team and then we have scenes where I'm there with my son right Right. And it's kind of funny because sometimes I see um, his mom post pictures of him when he was even younger. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, that looks just like me. <laughs> <laughs> so he's probably like 12, 13 right now. I'm not sure. Um, but he still looks like me. So it's like, OK, if it had something to do with a younger me, I think Nico would be at least he he looks like me. Oh, <laughs> and he's a good actor, very professional. So as far as an older me, I don't know. <laughs> That's a good question.
1: We'll leave that to casting.
3: Though.
0: Yes. Yes, yes. We'll leave that to casting. <laughs> yes. What is the hardest genre in acting to portray, in your opinion?
3: I think the hardest one is, um, I think it's horror. Um, yeah, yeah,
1: that would be hard. Yeah.
3: I think it's hard for uh, for several reasons, but one is, um, being frightened is It's a very natural human reaction, right? Right. And um, when it's not portrayed authentically, you can tell it.
2: Oh, Oh, yeah.
3: Right? And that's why sometimes you watch some of these horror movies and you're like, oh, my gosh, this is so cheesy. Like, you you can't believe it, right? Um, But if you watch, like, uh, I, I haven't watched, you know, a lot of horror films in a while but i used to watch them along a lot right and uh one of my favorites is the shining
1: oh my Um, god that's terrifying (laughs) The shining
3: Shining is freaking terrifying right yeah and uh and when you see them like screaming or scared you know uh when he when jack nicholson is like chasing them you know it's like it's like, oh my gosh! I'm so terrified. It's a movie, you know. I'm still terrified, right? I know it's oh, not yeah. real, but I'm still like biting my nails, right? Um, so I think horror is is probably the most difficult because when it's not done well, it's just cheesy.
1: That's cheesy, true. as <laughs>
3: cheesier as it gets.
1: <laughs> that's yeah, yeah. That's a good yeah. That's a good one. Horror, yeah, right? Speaking of
0: things, speaking of fictional characters, Batman or Spider Man
3: oh that's an easy one that's a layup for me um even though batman is my favorite from the dc um comics um for me it's spider-man yeah oh yeah it's easy for me i think the thing is uh, that for me he's more relatable yeah. yeah how many of us are millionaires that have jets and uh tanks and stuff like that and live in a mansion. Right. <laughs> right? Well
1: Alfonso, I just I have to tell you, no joke.
0: <laughs> we have our own
1: Alfred. Yes. Ah, oh,
0: there we go. go. Good enough. No,
1: Charlie's our Alfred. So there you go. He
0: sometimes <laughs> listens to us. Yeah.
3: That's Secrets fun. out. <laughs> uh yeah, so for me also um you know how there's a lot of talk about representation now. Right. Right. It's right. Just, it's, it's such a huge thing now. Right. So when you see Batman he when he's Fully suited. He's still, you know, Bruce Wayne. He's still a, a Caucasian person, right? White dude. Nothing wrong with that, but I don't look like him, right? Yeah. So growing up, I couldn't relate to that. I don't live in a mansion. I don't have a jet and uh, I don't have all these toys and I don't look like him, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. um, so when you look at Spider Man, yeah, he's also a little Caucasian kid, but he's a kid with trouble. He, like he's going through problems. Right. He struggles through life. You know, he has to make decisions that are difficult. And I think people relate to that. And when he's in his suit completely suited up, you can't see the color of his skin. So technically anybody anybody could be Spider-Man, right? So I think that's that's uh that's also one of the reasons why that character is so popular, right? Plus they have all these versions now. Right. Um, and there's a version that that is half mexican so i'm yeah. like okay i'm all for it,
1: My, was all it, for miles, it. Morales. miles Morales, yeah
3: yes. okay there's another one then yeah because miles is half uh what is that cuban I no, I oh, miguel rican. O'Hara. That's what yeah yeah uh-huh. miles is half half black and half uh-huh. puerto rican i think oh wow yeah there's
1: another one didn't know about and it there's I'm another miguel. one named oh. miguel
3: yes yeah, and he's half mexican and half irish
1: Oh, wow. Yeah. That's an interesting concept.
3: Yeah. Huh. yeah. So I, I, I'm totally geeking out here and totally nerding out <laughs> here, right? Right. Um, but, uh, but I think that's also one of the reasons why I always... Talk. And this is not a new concept. This, this character was created like in 1998 or something. So it's <laughs> been years, right? Um, so anyway, yeah, Spider-Man in short. <laughs> Spider-Man,
1: hands
3: down. <laughs> now, we talked about food earlier, but what would you say is your favorite food? Um, I, I have my moments, my cycles, like right now, I really like Indian food. Oh, I
2: like
3: Um that. Yeah, it, it's nice and spicy. You know, I, I was born in Mexico, so I love all kinds of spicy stuff. Right. right? Uh, my wife is Nigerian, and so her, their, their food is also very spicy. I love Nigerian food too. Um, so I can't pick a favorite because I guess it comes in different cycles or different at different times, but I can always count on pancakes to make me happy. Like oh yeah, oh yeah. Like and this is and uh, this is a, I guess a free acting tip for whoever is listening. Sometimes they ask you in auditions to t- uh, to tell you to tell them a little bit about yourself, and you have to do that in less than thirty seconds. I'm like, what am I going to say in less than thirty seconds about me? Right. Uh-huh. So I'll just say hi. My name is Alfonso. I play guitar. And I love pancakes. And, <laughs> I, and I that usually makes me smile. <laughs> and uh, so there you go. You give them a little bit about you. And actually, you get them they get to see you smile, right? There right. You go. So pancakes. Yeah, pancakes okay. are the
1: win. Well, since pancakes are the win for you, you have to go, when you're in L.A., to the griddle.
3: Oh, yeah, the griddle.
0: Okay.
2: There's a oh, giant pancake. The
1: pancakes are bigger than the plate. Like, okay. literally. And they have a gazillion. They have, like... Banana Foster pancakes. They have red velvet pancakes. They have your traditional pancake. I mean, yes, yeah, it's good. It's good.
3: That sounds good. Yeah, that sounds great. That's um, a must visit. Yes, def- definitely on my list. Then, because <laughs> right. the last time I was in LA, I was eating pancakes for sure.
2: <laughs> Day, there you go. Day, there we go.
1: <laughs> now, okay, we've talked about food. Your favorite, um, you know, character out of Batman and Spider Man. Are you mm-hmm. a dog man or are you a cat man?
3: Nothing against cats, but <laughs> definitely dogs. If oh, I yeah. have yeah, yeah, if I have a pet companion, I want a pet companion that actually wants to be there with me. <laughs> <laughs> not one that treats me like they hate me and they just like feed me peasant.
1: Yes. <laughs> cats have the funniest look on their faces. Like, hundred yeah, percent of the time. But yeah, yeah, totally dogs.
3: Yeah, they they, they look they look uh, not impressed.
1: Exactly. Exactly, you
3: know. Yeah.
1: Yeah, totally. Yeah.
0: <laughs> if you could only take five things to a desert island, what would they be?
3: Um, five things. Okay, first my guitar. Cuz um we're assuming is there electricity in this island? Hopefully not. I guess not, right? No. So, my guitar. <laughs> um I think I would take uh a journal, pen and paper so I can write my ideas. Otherwise, I'd go crazy. Um, I would take a picture of my wife if I'm by myself. Um, I guess maybe a knife, you know, a tool that can work. Right. And uh, huh. a boat, so I can leave when I'm <laughs> there when I'm good. bored.
1: There you go. <laughs> a boat. That's awesome. Like a lot of people don't say boat. Yeah. Which there is you, you go. You know, you that's like the
3: first thing I would think of. Absolutely.
1: Yeah, a boat. So you can leave when you want. There you go. Yeah.
3: If I'm bored, I'll take the boat. Right. <laughs> right. Now, what yeah, is the I worst so. thing? Oh, no. Go ahead. No, no, that's it.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. What's the one thing on your bucket list
3: that you have to check off this year? Okay. This is this is very um, very recent. I just talked about this with my agent, um, and last year was a really good year for me in texas and in new mexico i got to do two projects in new mexico um i actually got to audition for a couple of feature films in new mexico and it was it was a really good year for me in in that area so this year i would love to focus on the georgia market i would like to do something in atlanta um so i think that's definitely one of the things that I want to focus on. Bucket list. Ooh, I mean, I would love to be in a Marvel film. Oh, yeah. uh, I would those, love to. Yeah, and those usually film in uh, Georgia, you know, in the That's planet. True. It's true. That's true. So uh, full disclosure, I was just submitted to a role for a Marvel thing.
1: Oh, Awesome. And, uh,
3: hopefully we'll get the audition. We'll see. Fingers <laughs> crossed.
1: For that would be and
3: And I'm putting it out there because I believe in uh, visualizing and, you know, talking things into existence. And I'm just putting it out there and hopefully it comes back to me. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Now, what is the first
0: movie you remember seeing in theaters?
3: The first one that I remember watching was a movie with um, Michael Douglas and Danny DeVito. So... These guys have been around for years, right? Right. So it was called uh, "Romancing the Stone."
2: Oh wow. wow!
3: And it was like a kind of like an Indiana Jones kind of thing, you know, jungle looking for a treasure, you know, running around. If you watch the Indiana Jones movies, it's kind of uh-huh. like that. Oh, okay. Let's see. Yeah, the, so...
0: the first movie I remember seeing in theaters was, I think the Avengers actually.
3: Really? That the remember. Avengers. Yeah. That that wow. seems like that seems like two weeks ago for me. Yeah, it does. But it just,
0: yeah, it seems like two weeks ago, but
3: it actually isn't. That's uh, I think, I think time when time. I watched my first one, uh color TV had just been invented. Wow. <laughs> I'm kidding. Oh, oh. both of us just sat here and kinda of looked at each
1: other, were like, oh no, really? I uh, no,
3: I'm just <laughs> kidding, but that's how old it feels. Like it's it, not how long it feels. Yes, right. So, I
1: think the first movie I remember like Vividly seeing was what I probably shouldn't have saw. <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> um, was Purple Rain. So oh okay, okay.
0: I'm a okay.
1: like massive Prince fan. Yeah. Really,
3: just, that's,
1: yeah. And that's that what was, I was gonna ask you. Oh yeah, that's like the my number one. I got my number one go to, and I remember going to see it with well, my mom was taking my god sister so they I like kind of snuck along, <laughs> and that was like ah, oh, it's Prince <laughs> on the big screen. But yeah. Oh,
0: that's awesome. Now, if you could be friends with any celebrity, who would it be?
3: Um, okay. I think I, I have a tie. It's a tie between um Keanu Reeves.
1: Okay. Okay, yeah.
3: And uh Paul Rudd.
1: Oh yeah, those are two good
0: ones. They are
3: like like those good. two guys, they just seem like well, like Keanu Reeves seems like like such a like such an such a chill dude such an enigmatic dude also kind of and and Paul Rudd just seems like just just such a fun dude you know like yeah. i don't feel like they take themselves too seriously and i like that you know i mean those, these guys have sold millions of tickets to films you know and they don't act like they're better than other people you know <laughs> or at least like at least i get that impression and uh And I like that because, you know, yeah, because, you know, that doesn't make you better than anyone, you know, you, you choose a profession and that's what you want to do. And if you are successful at it, that's great. But that doesn't make you a better person than other people who are doing something else. You know, that's true. true.
1: They do seem pretty down there. Yeah, they do.
3: Yeah. I think humility goes a long way because. People want to talk. People want to talk to you. They want to be around you, and they want to work with you. If you're humble,
1: absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah.
3: Now, would you rather
0: be an expert at one thing in particular, or pretty good at just multiple things?
3: I think um, it's important to try different things because that's that's how you find the one that you want. Yeah. Right. I, I guess. I guess some people. Uh, Maybe maybe they're influenced by their parents or influenced by their friends. Like, let's say my dad was a doctor. I want to be a doctor, right? Or, or uh, my mom was a ballerina. I want to be a ballerina, right? So sometimes we take the example from our parents, right? Um, but I feel like it's, it's important, important to try different things so you can find that one thing that really speaks to you. And sometimes it takes years for people to find out.
2: I've,
3: uh, yeah. I mean, I, uh, I, did, I was a musician for 15 years and I, you know, I really loved it. And then, um, uh, and then I did photography for about 12 years. That's how I met my wife. She hired me to do a, fo- a photo shoot for her. And now I have the beggar to take her picture. <laughs> <laughs> how that worked out. And, um, uh, but I got to marry the model, right? Absolutely. Right? There you go. Right. And uh, and then when I decided, you know what? I want to do acting. And I really dove into it. I was like, okay, now I know this is what I want to do. And so um, I think it's important to try different things. Because you might think you want to do something. And then you try something else. It's like, wait, actually, I really love this. And uh, going back to how we started this conversation is my theater teacher told me that I needed to keep acting. And I didn't want to listen, you know, because I wanted to be a Mexican Kurt Cobain, right? Right. right. And, uh, and I had to try that. And when I talked to my wife, she she and I agree on this, that I needed to go the musician route and I guess get that out of my system and then once that was away, it was like, okay, I enjoyed it while I did it. Now let me try this. And now that I'm doing this, I was like, yeah. Uh, I was young. I didn't know any better. And right. now I agree with my teacher. And did I needed you... to go through all these different things. I'm sorry.
1: Oh, no, I was just going to ask, have you ever gotten the opportunity to tell that teacher kind of what you're doing now?
2: or?
3: Uh, no, unfortunately, I... I don't know if he's still around um he lives back in mexico um but um i do have friends who were in those in those early courses and and some of them i'm still in touch with them and so um one of them i used to date (laughs) (laughs) and um and 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 i know um she sees that i'm still i guess active doing acting and stuff like that and other friends from back then. And, and, you know, in a way that kind of reminds me of how things started for me.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Is there a piece of advice you would give to people who want to be in this industry?
3: Yes. Um, I can't point to just one piece of advice, but I would say, um, you have to be, I guess, open to being teachable. Um, like I said earlier, having a certain look or being famous on on the internet will just get you to a certain point. Maybe you'll get you on an audition, right? But hmm. you have to be prepared, you know? Yeah. Um, who cares if you look amazing if you can't say one line, you know?
2: That's um, true. That's
3: true. And, uh, and so you always, you don't always... You can't always rely on your image, that's one thing, and uh, but but being prepared is what's going to open doors for you. Being consistent. Uh, I'm still taking classes right now. I'm taking classes with, um, um, you know, scene classes with teachers from other states, and you know, online classes. I I, I feel like an actor should always be training. It's kind of like working out. You stop stop working out. And then two weeks later you want to do it again, you can't train the same way.
1: That's true. You, That's true. You,
3: your body's a little bit out of shape, a little bit out of condition, and everything hurts, <laughs> right? <You> know, <laughs> oh a yeah. A little bit rusty, right? And and I think that actors we we need to always be training, we need to always be studying because if you don't use it, you lose it.
2: That's true. That's true.
0: So in addition to all that you have going on, what's next for you?
3: What's next for me? Um, in 2019, late 2019, I uh, I was planning this uh, short film called Smeared um, that I wrote based on a monologue from an author in Monterrey, where I used to live.
1: Uh-huh.
3: And uh, and I, I that was another of those moments where I had this dream... <laughs> Uh, it happens to me. I don't know. I don't know what I'm telling uh, you, I'm sending you a list and, you know,
2: I, just I'm still, meditate on right? that list for me. Um, <laughs> I'm,
3: I'm still dreaming of a of the winning lottery ticket, but that that one doesn't work for me.
1: Oh, okay. well, that was one on my list that I was can you just yeah. give me lottery numbers when uh, these work? <laughs> I,
3: I still haven't hit the Powerball, unfortunately. <laughs> um, but um so I had this dream about this so it was this monologue that I had read a long time ago from this author from Monterrey and I really liked it and then so this time I woke up like at three in the morning and I was like oh my gosh that could be made into a film maybe I could add this this and that and all this you know I started developing this whole story based on this just this one monologue and uh, so anyway I contacted the author and I asked her what she thought about it and she was like oh my gosh, that looks amazing yes do it started writing it casting got a production you know crew we scheduled it everything was great did auditions and then two weeks before we were filming damn pandemic
2: oh, <laughs> oh no, no.
3: <laughs> so we had to postpone everything then uh, our videographer moved to the UK so I needed to look for another crew um then you know all the COVID restrictions and we kind of like got stuck in limbo you know right so this year that's my thing my bucket list thing that i need to scratch off i need to i need to make sure that we do that our budget changed so i need to you know save a little bit some more because the people i'm talking to are, are a little bit more expensive than the people i had previously um but i also think that the quality will be better Oh, that'd, so, be, that'd be good yeah yeah so uh, things happen for a reason they do I've learned yeah I've learned more all of the people that I had on the cast have been working more so we all have more experience so it everything happens for a reason like we said and I, I think the performances will be better now because we're all more experienced now and uh, so yeah so that's definitely something that we want to shoot for this summer
1: that'd be
2: good that would, that would yeah. Be great.
0: yeah what is the one thing you want our audience to know about you?
3: One thing I like to see the positive, always what's positive about everyone. Um, We all have something to offer, you know? And (laughs) even like when I get a new student, um, sometimes they feel a lot of pressure, like, Oh, I need to do it perfectly. Or let's say we do an exercise and then we watch it on the screen. Oh my gosh. I don't like this. I shouldn't have done this. I shouldn't have done that. And I'm like, yeah, but you did this and this was good. Or, yeah, you did this and this was great. And I always like to look at the positive things because we can't just focus on the negative. I like to find the strengths in people and play to their strengths. And uh, and then also identify whatever needs to be worked on. And then we try to work on that so it gets better as well. But... Um, I think uh, mm-hmm. taking an optimistic uh, attitude towards life opens a lot of doors.
0: That's yeah, true. true.
1: That's absolutely true.
0: And then the final question is, where people find you on
3: social media? Final question.
1: I know, yep. right? It feels like we just started.
3: Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, I was just warming up. <laughs> well, we I do have to have a part so- two. Yes. 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 So I can tell you about... Uh, I, the stuff that I can't tell you about exactly <laughs> um where they can find me on social media um I have my own website my website is www.thealfonsoaguirre.com I am on Instagram also very active on Instagram like my wife would say I live on Instagram <laughs> uh, so that's Instagram my handle is at the Alfonso Aguirre. and uh yeah so I mean I'm also on Facebook and stuff but but Instagram is really where I'm where I'm the most I like to post if anybody's interested in acting I like to post acting tips audition tips um, or just anything that I think can be helpful for my students or anybody who's starting on, on an acting journey
2: awesome. awesome
0: all right Alfonso
3: thank you so much for joining us today Thank you so much for having me, Gabe. And uh, thank you so much for all your time, you guys. Thank Thank you. you. It was a pleasure. Thank you. Bye-bye.
0: Thanks to my friend Alfonso for telling his story and letting us get to know him a little more. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. And yeah, that's it. I'll see you next time. Peace out.